Hello and welcome to HearthCast, episode 140 for Patch 5.0.5. This episode is made possible by RiptideSoftware.com. Go check them out. Our topic for today is Asking Ask Mr. Robot. This is Root, my main is a goblin warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter, and we are the number one podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Also in this episode, we have several whispers, we have an auction house tip, we're going to give away the next hearthy, and I think I'm going to be tossing the hot seat there at the end. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. Gas Season 4 is proudly sponsored by ReduceTheLag.com. Drop your latency by up to 50%. All you need to do is visit ReduceTheLag.com today to get started on your free trial. And of course, Rarespawn Studios, where epic loot is guaranteed. Rarespawn Studios specializes in anime and gaming-inspired hats and accessories. You can find them over on Etsy. Use the code HEARTHCAST at checkout for 10% off your order. I'm going to give a shout out to our guildmates on the Deathwing server, that's the Horderlies, and to their podcast, The Training Dummies. Woo woo! To our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter. And this week we want to thank our iTunes reviewers. We have Tattooed Computer Nerd, Rock and Roll Musician, and Crazy Cat Lady TX. Those are all really descriptive. They are. It's kind of scary. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for your views. They mean a lot to us, and they are really what keep us going and keep us doing what we do. Absolutely. Love them. Love them. You can submit your five-star iTunes reviews over at iTunes. Check them out. So, hey, Freck. Hey, Root. What's going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Well, in a way, it's just, it's the same. You know, I'm what? still kind of equally splitting my time and wow between leveling my hunter and doing pet battles. Oh, yeah. How's that going for you? Uh, well, I'm 87. Yeah. I'm a hunter. Good. It's very fun. I did. I just did a quest, and I forgot what zone it's called, but you have to roll a depressed panda back to his aunt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's quite entertaining. Okay, that little town right there uh-huh. is where all the ganking happened to me a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I ended up... There was somebody next to me, and I didn't know what was going on, because it looked like they kept on... Kicking my panda. Oh. And I was very confused. And then I realized they had their own panda that they were kicking, but that was invisible to me. Because it was all phased out. It was all phased out. It was really strange. (laughs) Stop kicking my panda! (laughs) That'd be funny. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. So there's that. So that's that's fun. Um, Yeah, pet battles, they're going. It's it's going a little bit slower. Um, Like I said, I'm... Slower? Yeah. Oh, you're not finding as many to fight? No, it's not that. It's just, it's like any... Any leveling process, like the the higher up you get in level, the slower the leveling process goes. Oh, I see yeah. what you're saying. So you're fighting as often, you're just not getting as much experience from right. the fight. I got you. Right. I'm still a little frustrated with it because sometimes when I log in and I look at one of the achievements for pets, which is supposed to be account-wide, it'll say I don't have any progress toward it when I do. Oh. And then I'll maybe log on to a tune and it's there and then log back and now it's there, but just... It's confusing. Yeah, it's confusing. I can see that. So there's that. Huh. Still having fun, though, right? Still having a lot of fun. All right, then. Yeah. That's what's important. Yeah. How about you? What's going on with you? Well, I'm almost 90. I'll be wow. 90 probably, you know, before Saturday, hopefully. Nice. Um, 89 and a half. And um, 
loving, man, I'm loving the zones. They're so fun. Uh, I've done some random dungeons. Done the Brewfest. Have you done the Brewfest dungeon? I'm not high enough. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But I've done it. Every year past. Yeah, so well, it's a really... little... I think it's different this time. He, like, spawns clones or something going on. I don't know what he's doing in there. Yeah, It's just a DPS race and didn't get trinkets. So, and then I, uh... <laughs> the first time I ran it, everybody else left. Uh-huh. And it's it's an agility trinket that I... Everybody else left, and I got it. I mean, I was just like... I was going to roll need greed, and everybody else... Like, gun, 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 gun. I was like, greed, win, because everybody else left. Oh. That's not a cared. I don't know, but it was funny because uh, it, it's a big joke in the Hordalese with me because when I first joined them, I was not, you know, my gear was... Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so they're like, oh... It's a hodgepodge. Yeah, it was. And so they kind of made fun of me like, oh, you're starting to hear the gear thing over. I was like, trinkets. I love my trinkets. They know I love my trinkets. I used to <laughs> roll true. on trinkets in, uh, in in Dragon Soul just to roll on trinkets. Is it the one that um, summons the Brewmaiden? It is. It oh, is. That's it just is fun. I agree. Yeah. And it gives you agility, which I don't need, but still, <laughs> it's still fun to have. There's, you know, there's a lot of freaky, weird, fun trinkets. Have you noticed this? Yeah, when I went back and did um, AQ, I got this one that summons a tentacle out of the ground right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people have that one. Yeah, and then that's the rainbow fun. one. Yeah, yeah, the rainbow trinket. No, I mean, even the mop right now. There's a lot of weird trinkets. Yeah. Like one you throw a turnip at somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got the one that, that throws watermelons. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. It's so random. It's like, oh, okay. And then you can use it for like two levels and it gets replaced. Like, oh, right. okay. Oh. So uh, this morning, I had a little bit of time. So I jumped on this morning early and running around. And and uh, my uh, NPC scan went off. So it was a rare. A rare's around. Oh. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I see it. And I'm like, okay. And there's another 90 there, or a 90, not another 90, because I'm not. And he's in the same area and he's like looking for this rare spawn. And he's, the spawn is, or the rare, he's a, he's like standing there, a statue. He's made out of stone. And he's just standing there. And I'm looking at the rare, and I'm looking at this guy looking for the rare, and I'm like, well, yeah, he's 90 plus, and, eh, why not? Give it a shot. Well, pretty much the guy spanked me around. Uh Uh-huh. But the other guy, he's a horde. Same faction, standing there, warlock even, mind you. So, no... He just watched me die. Ah, uh, another warlock? I'm like, help, please, hand. Where's that? You, you said it and say, or you whispered him? I say it and say, <laughs> I said it and say, yes. Say it and say, yes, I said it and say. Huh. And then, and then by the time I rezzed and came on back, he was still fighting him. I'm like, thanks. No, really, thanks a lot. You better hurry up and kill him. I think your school bus is waiting for you. <laughs> I love doing that. That's my my favorite put down in to another player in WoW is to pretend they're a kid because hmm. they're acting so childish. What if they are? They're not going to be offended by that. They're like, "Oh yeah, you're right, dude. Better go get my bus. What, whatever." Be like, yeah. "No, it doesn't come for the forty minutes." <laughs> <laughs> I took a time. My mom's still making my breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that's still my favorite put down is do something childish like, you know, isn't it past your bedtime? Yeah, yeah. I resort to that too. <laughs> not not a good trait to have, but it's where I go. Uh something epically cool happened really? to me. Yes. So cool in fact that I'm gonna tell you the story. But it goes a little something like this. I was in Mogoshan Palace. Fighting my way through. I came to Zen the weapon master 
happens to be the last boss in this dungeon. Stuff is flying everywhere. Spears and stuff. Our hunter dies. It's okay. We got this. We fight on. Our healer goes down. I'm thinking, I better do something. I soul sown resurrect the healer. Doing okay. We lose another DPS. It's me, the tank, and the healer. Who just died again. Because he didn't get out of the AoE after I rezzed him. Now it's just me and the tank. The tank is slowly losing hit, hit points. He's dying. I'm thinking, ain't much gonna happen here. I step back, get as far out in range as I can. I drop everything I have. I'm pulling up my cooldowns. I drop my extra pet. He goes in for an attack. The, hunt, the, the tank, I guess, starts healing himself because Zen changes directions and faces me. Starts taking a step towards me. Like any good warlock, I bust Shoal Shatter. He turns around. The fool? Never turn your back on a warlock. He one-shots the tank. At this point, I've built up all my demonic energy. He turns around. He starts his approach to me. I metamorphosize. Blast him back and unload everything I have. I hit every cooldown I have, including one that gives me eight seconds of uninterruptible spells. All I needed was four. The boss died. I say one thing to the group. I say this. This is why you bring a warlock. (laughs) (laughs) So pretty much I got lucky. (laughs) Tank did all the work. I took all the credit. That's pretty much what happened. Oh, it's awesome. (laughs) It doesn't happen very often to me. So when it does happen, I cherish, cherish (laughs) those moments. I do. They really, 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 really do. So that was awesome. This podcast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. Well, we have a couple of emails here that we're supposed to bring up last week, but that's okay. <laughs> we have one from Pango, and Pango says, Hey guys, just dropping this to say I absolutely love the podcast. I've been playing a warlock since vanilla all the way through the Burning Crusade up to Sunwell when I lost my account because I got hacked. Made a new account, tried playing a death knight, was fun, but it's not the same. A rogue, stabkins, and a tankinen. But I just couldn't find the rhythm. So I took on to myself to level a new lock, started about a week ago, playing only a few hours each day, and now it's at level 76, but I'm hoping to push to 80 tonight. I named my new lock Pengo, in honor of my other warlock on the lost account. Listening to Hearthcast just made me realize how much there is to the game, and so that's why I came back. Thank you both, you're awesome. Most sinister regards. Pengo. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I like emails like those. Yeah. Thank you so much. And there is so, so much. Of the, and now there's more to the game. Yeah. Yeah, so there's still stuff. I think I did about everything. I noticed uh, the other day when I was looking through my achievements, there's still like a couple of old school dungeons that I've not done. I don't know if I can still do them. I guess so. There's still oh, a, yeah. 
They're still greed out of my achievement. I guess if Blizzard took away the ability to go, they wouldn't be there. Yeah, they wouldn't be there. They'd be a fate of strength. Right. So I want to do that because I think that's we're like missing those same ones for like a guild achievement. So I want to run those, but not right now. I'm kind of kind of busy. Uh, we also have an email from Jackson. Remember we talked about this uh, last week. We didn't have it either. <laughs> so it was it was the WoW meetup last week. So. Yeah, the last episode was just a little different. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all right. Different. Where everybody's sorry. excited about mop and yeah, everything. Else. Anyhow. Yeah. Uh, Jackson writes and he says, Hello, Root, Freckleface, Demonic Rick, and whomever is playing Hearthcast AoE. I am still stunned at being selected as a recipient of the first ever Hearthy TM. I have it here in my cubicle in my shop. Thus far, while it's drawn considerable attention, it seems that nobody else really knows what it is. Is that a Tamagotchi? I was asked the other day. So, Jackson, they letting you bring a travel pillow to work now? Oh, how I only wish it was a true hearthstone that would port me away to my home. Magic the Gathering and card games continue on a weekly basis, and they're quite fun. With Mop soon to be released, is there any advice you could give me on trying to bring more people from my shop into WoW? I've pretty much resigned the idea of everyone in the office playing together, but I refuse to let the notion die. Your brother-in-arms, G-Action. That's awesome. I do, I do wish the heart deeds worked. They, they work for, like, real? <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> I could have used one the other day when I got a speeding ticket. Like, oh, it oh, you one. did? Oh, yeah, oh, my no. little IQ. Yeah. Uh, I think he pulled me over just to make fun of me and then gave me a ticket anyhow. <laughs> it's like, oh, you drive a little car. You're like a big guy in a little car. I like that big guy in a little car. Here's a ticket. <laughs> no. Anyhow. Uh, uh, advice for Jackson, since we're on him. Uh, you know, just the what worked for, for me maybe too well. Is uh, is talking about it? Yeah, but what I want to say specifically because he said in regards to mop being released. Yeah, pet battles. Oh yeah. Ah, you can talk about. I mean, pet like battles. anybody who is a fan of Pokemon, is gonna love it. What is Tamagotchi? I, I don't know. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I don't know what that is. I'll ask, I'll, you know, you know who know my my son. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. yeah. Is me okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> meow the snake. Meow the snake. Your yes. our friend. Our friend comes to the WoW meetup. Yes, he does. Despite the fact that he had not played in a good know, three months. About three months. Yeah, he's been playing Diablo. Hey, Diablo, if that. And I would, was talking to him launch night. He's like, oh, I don't know because I'm in front of my computer so much for work. You know, I just want to like, go outside and row or something. And then I talked to him about pet battles. He's like, eh, I'll give it a try. Yeah, here you go. He'll he never hit ninety. It. He loves it. He's not even buying the expansion because you don't need to. It's just oh, it's yeah. just available for everybody, so he doesn't care. You, you don't need a high level character to do it. At least to start out, you will eventually. Yeah, but it's fun, you know, and it's just different. It's turn based. So for somebody who's new to the whole uh, real time combat, who maybe finds that stressful, I mean, like it's you know, it's yeah. Fun. No. Show them that. Get into that. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, you can't, there's so many things now to do that, that kind of break the ice. Because we talked a couple of weeks ago about how WoW has a, it's got a stigmatism that people just think, oh, it's that, you know, it's all because of that, that South Park episode. Uh, yeah. You know? Sure. <laughs> as, you made me watch it, and as funny as it is, it's like, yeah, now everybody's going to buy into that mm-hmm. stereotype. So... There is something to do to break that. And there, you know what? I think you and I are working on, uh, for a future episode coming up, different things to do on that. So, we'll, Jackson, stay tuned for that. And everybody stay tuned for that, really. 
because uh, we have a lot of good ideas on that. So we'll be sharing those with you guys. And we have an email from Chester from Orlando who says, I saw a commercial on TV for this game, and when I Googled, this site came up. I listened to your most recent episode. Where can a new player like me go for the very most basic information possible about World of Warcraft? Well, really, it's gonna, there's actually a really good beginner's guide on WoW's website itself. Under you, If you actually just Google you know, Warcraft for beginners, the, thir- the first thing that comes up is a beginner's guide under um, us.battle.net. Um, it's a really simple guide. Um, it's a little hard to read about, I think, without just getting there and playing, without trying it. And Chester, I was going to send you a link there, but... Uh, you didn't put your email address in the oh. submission forum, so I don't have a way to get hold of you. Um, but yeah, check that out. And um, I don't know if you signed it off as Orlando because you were from Orlando, but we are. We host a meetup group, so check that out, meetup.com. Find our um, World of Warcraft meetup. We're having two this month. Yes, we are. More about that at the end of the show. Yeah, so hopefully you can come out to that. You know, you can ask people questions. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I would say if I were to give someone like brand new advice... On playing WoW, I would just be like, just just right now, load it, get in, create a level one, whatever, create a character. In fact, you can play the free version, like what, level 20? You can't level past 20 now? Right. You know, and it's it's a little limited. You can't trade and do some other stuff, but you don't really need to. You don't to need to. to as, you know, just get the feel of the game, and then by all means, get in with a good guild. And that's going to be the hardest thing for a new player. Uh, Chester, if like 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 Freckleface said, if you are in Orlando, look up the meetup group and come join us out there. And um, yeah, you can get a lot of just really good advice. But here's a here's the thing: like I, I tried. I mean, I know the one you're talking about, the Freckleface, the guide over 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 at WoW itself or Blizzard itself. But most people who are putting out guides these days, man, they go for like the most intricate, you know, right? Fastest way to level, fastest way to make a million gold. It's like just give me the basics sometimes. Yeah. So I think you're off to a good start to listen to podcasts is a very well, well way to do, uh, to get information on that too. Yeah. So welcome to the game though, Chest. And uh, we'll see you hopefully out at the meetups. So in response to our discussion last week, um, we have an email from Too Many. Not Too Many. I say it wrong. Yeah, you know, potato, watermelon. Well, no, it means like too many, like I have too many tunes. Well, no, I got the gist. What? (laughs) I didn't first. (laughs) Um, he says, first I stink at PvP and seldom engage in it. I have taken some of my low-level tunes into Battlegrounds and have only taken higher-level tunes in for seasonal events. And I hate those requirements. I still don't have School of Hard Knocks. Oh, me too. That's the one thing they need to change. You need to take that stupid achievement out of that stupid <laughs> thing because it just, nah. Is that the only one you're missing for your No, I actually or? have it because I yeah. got... And that was only because I got lucky and someone pitied me in the battleground and Aww. said, oh, you need the flag for the achievement? Oh, here you go. And they gave it to me. That was nice. If they did not, I still would not have True. Okay. Um, end rant. The lack of experience is my first hurdle to entering battlegrounds with my main. But being killed in one or two shots, I feel that I have no chance to learn the ropes. So the need for PvP gear does and will continue to keep me out of the PvP action in WoW. I would welcome something like challenge mode for Battlegrounds that would even the playing field. I agree. So, I mean, and I, you know, we've gotten a little bit of both sides of the fence on this. And I kind of expected that because you and I differed on our views last week on PvP gear. So, yeah. Yeah. So, too many agrees with you. But we have another email from um, Yen Sids, 
who sent the email last week that sparked the, sparked the whole discussion. Sparked the whole yes. thing. The subject says, in honor of presidential debates, rebuttal. He says, hey, Root and Freckleface, thanks for reading my email on the show. First, I wanted to say you're doing a fantastic service involving your meetups. And it doesn't surprise me one bit that they are growing in numbers. Who would not want to hang out with you two? Oh, Way to butter me up before you put me down. I like this. (laughs) In fact, even though I live in California, I'm trying to devise a plan to convince my wife to make a trip to Disney World, fill her purse with a bunch of cash, and send her shopping while I sneak off to the meetup. Last Saturday of every month. I'll even pick you up. (laughs) Someday, maybe. I did want to just chime in with a rebuttal to some of your takes, Root. First, I would love for Raid Gear to be viable in PvP. But that should only come with PvP gear being viable in raids. I agree. I'm sure I've said enough about that. Second, trust me, like Freck mentioned, the gear is not that big a factor in PvP. If you are getting creamed, it's probably because the other guy or gal is better than you. I am proof of this as I have real good PvP gear and I get owned all the time and probably from players in PvE gear. And this brings up another topic I've always wanted to touch on. What constitutes a good WoW player? The first response is probably the elite raiders. And maybe so. But raiders in general are famous for going to the websites to get the perfect specs, downloading every single add-on to aid their play, watching video of the exact sequence of a boss fight, then doing it over and over till it's muscle memory, and grinding out these raids to get better gear, which can, in effect, make them a better player than someone with inferior gear. Now, let me say this. All of the above is not easy to do, but does it define or validate being a good player in WoW? I think so in some regards, but get this. I watched a video once of a player who had his screen so covered with mods, grids, and audio and visual alerts telling him, showing him what to do next. You couldn't even see the content. And in my opinion, it basically turned the game into a glorified version of Mavis Beacon teaches typing. And hey, I'm a big proponent of however you want to play the game is good by me. But I'm sure you'd like to know that if there is a high-level raid team out there that doesn't use add-ons, now that would be something. And I'll finish with this. I think all three of us agree that these two play styles are simply two different games within WoW. So in a few months, heck weeks, when the raiders have burned through the content and are bored... Why not go into the battlegrounds, fight your way into some good PvP gear, switch back and forth with your PvE gear when applicable, and battle all the way to the next patch or expansion to pass the time. I would bet the mayhem and chaos of the fights and dealing with the unexpected on the fly will make you a better player. I completely agree with everything you just said. Um, PV, you know, Gear should be gear. We, and we, and that's when, that was my statement last week. I just should have said that and shut my, my yap. Gear should be gear, regardless. It is two completely different playing styles, PvP and PvE. We know that. So the underlying question is, what makes a good WoW player? And what he alluded to was practice. Whether it be practice in PvP or PvE. Now true, when you go run a uh, raid, when you're on a raid, for the most part, the boss kind of does the same thing. He's going to go through phases. The tank's going to try to keep him faced a certain way or put into a corner, whatever they're going to do. And in PvP, from my understanding, is it can differ because, yes, the objective is always the same. You never know what people are going to do. Right, but the human element is there, so you don't know what they're going to do. 
but for the most part, they can either attack you or not. So we still have a very limited world that which we play in. You know, so granted, yeah, I, it's not doesn't necessarily make somebody a better player. Well, maybe we were just using good as kind of a generic word, and maybe we should kind of differentiate between skilled or experienced or... Well, I mean, I roll back in my mind back to my Wrath days mm-hmm. when I wasn't raiding, and I spent most of my time uh, messing around the auction house and had gold galore. Does that make me a good player? It makes me a good auction house player, so that was good. But I couldn't raid, and I wasn't doing PvP, you know, so... You know, being good at WoW is, man, such a sliding scale because it's however you want to play the game. If you want to walk around and herb all day and be the best herbologist, uh-huh. then you win. You know? Yeah. If, if you want to race to 90 and you get 90 world first, then you win. Mm-hmm. So it's whatever you want to do that makes you a good WoW player. Now, I will say this. We've got a guy in our guild who doesn't matter what class he plays, he just tops the DPS charts like crazy. He's a robot. Just, he defies logic. Now, in my mind, that's a good WoW player because he's able to do that kind of stuff. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Just it depends on what the person is. But, hey, we thank you for your email. And yeah, who knows what's going to happen in a couple of weeks? Because people are already rating. They probably they probably down heroic mode rating already. Shame. Yeah. I guess everybody. You know what they're going to do? What are they going to do? Cook. Because they changed how how cooking and recipes in general work. Ugh, I'm tired of cooking already. They changed it all though, so everybody they can't just automatically. Yeah, you can go like I am whatever. I'm capped out in both my professions, mm-hmm. and barely did anything to do that. In fact, I went back to the training because I thought I was missing something, and I'm not. So I was like, okay. And now I'm capped out. It's like, okay, so now what? Oh, now I got to do rep grinding in order to get the recipes for the things I want to do. So there you go. Well, what it is, have you been in the old town where the farm is? Yeah. yeah. And on the market? You have to train all the different ways, the way the walk, the way the grill. And you have to open it up by doing a quest first. That was what's confusing me. Because I was trying to train. Well, I'm not talking just cooking, cooking. I'm talking about every profession. Every profession now is not just... Not skinning. Oh. Okay. Almost every... (laughs) Well, what I mean is like, you know, you have to go out and... It used to be you would train, 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 go back and get this recipe, learn how to smell, do this, or whatever, you know, learn how to cut this, learn how to cut... And you just go back to your trainer and buy the next thing and buy the next thing and buy the next thing. And that would, you know, oh, you're at this level, go buy another one. Okay, cool. And go, oh, you're at this level. Now you go to buy another one. Okay, cool. This time they didn't do that. They go, here's your one skill that's going to now grant you to max level oh you can get max level no problem just by getting the basic stuff you can just grind that out go right ahead oh you want to make stuff with your max level cool no problem um start rep grinding for these guys and they're they're quartermaster person over there they have the recipe you're looking for right oh you want to make those bracers or those boots or that cool hat yeah um that's on the other side of the continent you got to go talk to those people and you got to do whatever they want you to do for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then you can get the recipe for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's the new grind this time. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the other day, if I'm missing out, because my hunter started out as an alt, so just picked up mining and skinning, because it's easy. Yeah, yeah, you max them out? Yeah, yeah. well, they're she's at level, but 
I don't know. I'm missing something when I have any crafting professions. I'd have to change one of them. Yeah, you got to give another tune. Yeah. You just level another tune up. That's true. You have another 85? Yeah, she did. My other, well, my priest does skinning and herbing, and my paladin does skinning and, and mining. disenchanting. Oh. Or not di- skinning and enchanting. Skinning and enchanting. So you got a skinner and an enchanter and a skinner and an herbalist or a miner and an herbalist? I have a skinner and a miner, a skinner and an herbalist, and a skinner and an enchanter. Yeah, I mean, like sense of pattern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, change one. You're fine. I, I, I have no professions on fruit. I, I think I picked something and I never did anything with it because I was loving too fast. So I'm waiting for them to implement your idea about the the um, the smash nodes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That'll, that'll happen. That will happen. Now we do have one more email. Yeah. But it's kind of a it's kind of emotional email for me to read, and I I don't really want to read it now and then go into the rest of the episode. Yeah, why don't we save that for the end of the show? Yeah, we're gonna save it. So because it's special. It is. It's very special, very touching, very moving, mm-hmm. um, very soul bearing. Yes. Uh, so after the show, stay tuned, and uh, that'll be there. So yeah. don't go away. Today's totally tantalizing topic, Asking Ask Mr. Robot, brought to you by ReduceTheLag.com. Freck, we are joined by none other than V from Ask Mr. Robot. V, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, and thanks for having me. Oh, it is our pleasure. So before we get into all this, we want to know a little bit about you. Like, do you play World of Warcraft? I do. Um, I actually have been playing since Vanilla. And I uh, started out playing a hunter with, uh, you know, my cute little pet. And then um, when we were raiding, you know, that was the days when there were no druids. So I switched to a druid healer and I've stuck with that ever since. All right. So your main is a druid healer. Yes, that's right. Are you also a uh, an herbalist? Uh, I was. And then switched to jewel crafting when that expansion came out because new and shiny things are always fun. Oh, yes, this is true. Yep. So mining and jewel crafting. So you mentioned raiding. Are you primarily a raider in the game? Yes. Awesome. Did you guys do uh, Dragon Soul? No. We oh. took um, <laughs> we took about a six-month break uh, right before this expansion so that we could launch our League of Legends site. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. How, how's the, well, we'll get into that in here in a minute. Let's go back to like uh, – so, well, that kind of answers the next question I was going to ask you, which was what other games do you play? Uh, I actually like a lot of the fun multiplayer co-op console games uh anything that's not a first person shooter because i just i need people to stand still so i can aim (laughs) right and nobody seems to do that in first person shooters um also in warcraft pvp i am about the worst person i just try to run away every time (laughs) (laughs) it's it's pvp not hide and seek exactly well you know (laughs) I never wanted to play PvP. I always wanted to play hide and seek. Um, I'm great at that game. I'm also great at word games. Nice. Um, and then also League of Legends is our other big addiction. The entire team robot plays. So, yeah. How fun. Now, with console games, uh, and you mentioned the, like all the multiplayer stuff, did you ever play that uh, the Calamari game? What was it called? Katamari? Katamari. Oh, Katamari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I have it sitting in my living room. I need oh, to play oh, it. That's great. <laughs> my sister is totally addicted to that game. She's trying to get my kids all addicted to it, too. I think we talk about calamari. Well, mm. calamari, calamari. You're a big squid. I don't know what's going on there. Okay, so tell us a little bit about Ask Mr. Robot. You are from Ask Mr. Robot. What is Ask Mr. Robot? 
Yeah, so Ask Mr. Robot uh, was built to optimize your gear with your preferences. So it's nice customized optimizations uh, that was born out of our frustration of you know dealing with spreadsheets and surfing through pages and pages and pages of theorycraft. Uh, we're like, why don't we just build a program to do this? <laughs> so we built it, um, and it got about a million users in a couple months. So we decided, all right, we've got something here. Let's make sure it works for every class and spec, and and that's Mr. Robot. And what is the overall goal that Ask Mr. Robot has right now? You know, we want to make sure people can play the game. Um, so we try to minimize their time spent out of the game so they can maximize their time spent in the game. Uh, so we just try to make everybody a better raider by you click your little button, it's optimized, you just take that list, go in game, boom, you're done. Uh, the least amount of time fussing about it outside of the game so you can get back to killing those bo- bosses and getting your purple drops. Now, it that is it works effectively. I mean, what you described is kind of what I did during Dragon Soul while I was uh, obviously on break at work. Um, but I would load up my profile and ask Mr. Robot and then drool. Yes. Because like, oh, I, I, oh look what I'm going to get. Oh. And, and I'd, I'd go, I'd run home. And I, I was actually, I felt like a kid because I would print off the pages. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, this is what I'm going to do when I get home. I'm going to go walk home and I'm going to, I'm just going <laughs> to load up my character. I'm going to do all these changes and I'm going to be King PVP. Yes. And I'm not going to tell anybody else about no, no. <laughs> Root, why is your DPS so awesome? I can't tell you. I'm just awesome. Yep, it's me. I have no other source. Um, but no, it does do that. It does give you that, that sense of how better uh, your player can be. Yeah, and that's one of the fun things while we put in. You'll see that we just made a UI change for the, the little optimize bars. So now you can compare them next to each other. So you can see if you optimize, it's like, wow, I'm getting a huge increase or, Hey, maybe I'm already so optimal that making these changes is so minor that whatever I can jump and raid today. If I don't have time to quick do my optimizations. Now, outside of the time saving, what do you think is like the number one reason people should be using ask Mr. Robot over theory crafting and sim crafting and everything else? Because it'll get you really good gear in about 400 milliseconds. <laughs> there you go. Um, um, no, really. So we spend a lot of time doing all of the simulation craft sims um, on our own. We actually wrote a program to interface with it uh, to do it for us. So we run you know, millions of sims uh, with all sorts of different gear to get the stat weights that we do. Uh, and, and then you know, we have about 8 million users now. So bugs don't go undetected for very long. <laughs> we hear about it. And so we fix them, you know, as soon as we find out, we usually fix them in the same day. And so you can be pretty confident that Mr. Robot's never going to steer you in the wrong direction. Um, And for those that, you know, are super hardcore and want their own stat weights, it's flexible. So we built it to be um, user-friendly for the person that doesn't really do a whole lot of theory crafting and then flexible enough so that the hardcore theory crafters, it's can use it as a very powerful tool. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed uh, with the last last, um, expansion when I was using Ask Mr. Robot is I kind of knew that where I was, I wasn't going to be getting a lot of the epic gems. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to go into Ask Mr. Robot. When I was looking at my stuff, I go, okay, let's not take epic gems into consideration because I'm right. not going to take epic gems into consideration. Exactly. And so it was able to tailor that output to me, and I really, really, really liked that. Yeah. And then another thing that's really important um, with this expansion, now that secondary gems have twice the stat value, uh, I spend a lot of time answering this question. You know, a lot of people aren't used to the secondary stats showing up on the gems. And so now it's actually really cool that Mr. Robot, you know, well, he's always done this, but it's really important now that he optimizes your reforges gems and enchants. So now sometimes you're going to end up using gems to get hit kept. 
uh, instead of just your reforges, uh, depending on all of the stat weights. So it's 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 a pretty powerful tool uh, for this expansion, especially. Well, that's awesome. I mean, do you guys just have like a staff of like you know thousand people running these sim crafts? Um, yeah, wouldn't that be nice, right? <laughs> um, yeah, we found out that you know it took too much time to just do it by hand, and that's why we wrote a program to kind of interface with SimC. And then uh, we also work with a lot of the top theory crafters to just kind of, you know, little mental checks. It's like, hey, did we do this right? Just to double check, we want to make sure, you know, there's 36, I think, classes and specs. And so, to, you know, be we, we don't have the time to have in-depth knowledge about every single one. So we have a bunch of the theory crafters that work with us to make sure it's it's up to par. Well, that <laughs> so also... Staff, do, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, so the, the staff size is actually three people. Me, Yellow Five, um, and Revolva. Wow. Oh. Okay, yeah. I thought it was a... I, thought, I didn't... I mean, I knew it wasn't a thousands of people, but I thought it was a little more than three. I thought, I thought you had like about ten, actually, so... Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> But then we also have a few f- people on the f- who hang out on the forums and help us uh, answer questions or track down research. You know, if somebody says, oh, hey, this is how something's supposed to be now, well, we have to verify that. So we have people that kind of help us do that. And, you know, we give them fun little perks now and then. We buy them, you know, little in-game pets and things like that as our way of saying, hey, thanks for hanging out on our forums with us and helping us out. That is awesome. I like the fact that you guys bring the, the human element into what you guys are doing because that's so important. You know, it can't just all be numbers. I really like that. Um, as a company, um, does Ask Mr. Robot have any goals for the you know this current expansion? Um, well, we actually do have a couple of cool things we're working on. Um, the the one probably the biggest thing I think people are going to love is we have an in game mod coming. Oh, I was yeah. going to ask that question, but I was right. afraid. Oh, <laughs> now, that's get, so before you get too excited, I have to I have to preface this with it's not going to be like using the website in game and the reason for that is since we do all these optimizations that are custom to your your preferences like you said you want to exclude these enchants or these gems um we have to rebuild all of that logic in um the mod it it doesn't exactly transport well and so that's too much work it's not gonna happen but what we are going to do is have a way for the mod to interface with the website so that you can export all of your reforged gems basically your shopping list into the mod so that is in game because i don't know about you but when i use ask mr robot i go to the site and i'm like okay i need four of these red gems mm-hmm. these two yellows and a blue. okay i go back in game and i'm very confident that i remembered all six of these gems i go in game and i remember one <laughs> I like- buy it, and then I alt-tab, and then I'm like, crap, what's the next one? So we're trying to, we hope that the importing the shopping list will fix that. So that's why I printed my list out. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, really what I'm looking for is just, I want to go to the auction house and press my, my AMR button, and it just buys everything for me. That's not going to happen, <laughs> this, this, this add-on? Um, you know... That's actually very interesting. I have to. I'd have to research it. But are there mods right now that'll buy stuff or post stuff for you for the auction house? Like, is that a po- is that possible? No, I don't, I don't think not so. really. But okay, yeah. I don't know if if it is possible, we could do it. Um, <laughs> there's got to be some interaction. But there's there's got to be something. Um, and maybe you can set like a price. Like if it's under two hundred, just automatically buy it for me or whatever, right? Um, but then we can also scan what's um, – actually, one more thing about that is obviously you can do reforges. There's a lot of reforge um, mods in there. So we'll be able to import that one for sure um, you know, so that you can just do your reforges automatically. Um, but then the other thing we're going to do the – the other exciting thing is we're going to be able to scan your bags, your bank, and all of the gear on you. And then you can 
export that out to Mr. Robot, and he's going to have a feature that we're going to call best in bag. Instead of best in slot, it's best nice. in bag. And then Mr. Robot will say, look, I know you have all this gear, and I know you don't know which ones you should equip. I will tell you the best gear combination to equip of what's in your bag. That yeah. is great. Would be cool. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I've already, I mean I'm, I've been guilty of you know, having something in my bag and then be, be playing a while and look down and go, hey, wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> Why are I wearing those? Yep. And, and, then, and, and then I question myself and I go, you know, I, I go, you know, you're familiar with Hoof and I go to Hoof and I go, is there a reason I'm not equipping these? He's like, because you're an idiot. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, uh, just checking, you know. <laughs> so, yes, yes, bring that. I am already looking forward to that. I want that now. <laughs> and, that, and the nice thing about the timing on that one is with an expansion, well, that's when you get all the new shinies so often that you're like, I don't know what to equip. So the timing will be really nice. We hope to have that. Um, sometime this fall before, you know, the weather gets too cold. <laughs> yeah, because that's where most people stay inside and play even more. Yeah, so, so, yeah. yeah so we're, we'd really like to have it at the end of October, but uh, we'll probably get into it later but since we're doing some League of Legends stuff that might not happen until earlier in November. Now, does Ask Mr. Robot work in a very similar fashion with the other games like League of Legends and all that, or...? Um, so we, we support Star Wars. Uh, so when that game came out, we supported Star Wars and there were a lot of new issues with that. Um, one of them is we made an item database, you know, like a wow head or whatever, which we don't do for Warcraft because, well, there's already great databases out there. Um, so we built one for Star Wars and we also built an armory because Star Wars didn't have an armory. Mm. So, um, Mr. Basically you import a character, which sucks. You have to build your character. Oh, wow. Mm. Uh, but you know, people are using it right now to apply to guilds and talk about gear and specs because there is no other way to talk about your character outside of that game. Um, so a lot of that was actually really similar, but we don't do optimizations um, for Star Wars yet just because there's not the same level of theory craft or SimC type of things out there. Um, but then we also have League of Legends support, and League of Legends is also very tool-based for us. Um, for those of you not familiar with it, it's, it's kind of... Uh, a variation of that Dota Defense of the Ancients mod from Warcraft 3. Right. Um, and so you can play champions, and you play one champion against another champion, and so we have a tool that matches them up and looks at the damage that each one does, so you can see, oh, if I if I get this item, so it's similar to Warcraft, right? You get this sword, you're going to do more damage. Mm. So we kind of let people compare champions. It's the first tool of its kind for League of Legends that does that. And then along with that, we offer like gameplay tips, which would be similar to like, hey, how would you kill this boss in Warcraft? Um, we offer that as well, which there's other sites that do that. And we just took a unique approach that's very picture-based and as few words as possible. Because <laughs> that's what I want. I'm like, give me the picture. Oh, I get it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so for WoW players using Ask Mr. Robot, what is the easiest, fastest Easiest or fastest thing that um, it can tell a player? Um, how much optimization you need. That's pretty much the big right. one. You can see how, how close you are. If you look at those um, the bars at the top, we have a couple little bars that will show your score not optimized and your score optimized. You can see how big of an increase that is. And that is kind of the judgment you can use if you want to decide how much money to spend. If it's a, a tiny increase and you're like, look, I'm broke. Eh, don't worry about it. Tell your raid leader. <laughs> raid leaders are going to come kill me now. Tell your raid that look, <laughs> I'm within 0.25% of the best score. Screw it. Um, or you can be like, holy crap, if I optimize, my score goes up by 25%. I guess it's worth it. Yeah. 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 Um, does it tell you where to go to get your upgrades? 
Um, it sure does. Uh, oh. So for those of you, um, you know, that aren't as familiar, you click the little optimize button. It'll optimize everything for you. And then a new tab will show up that is the location for all of the gear. So that's the location for your current gear. Uh, if you look at the best in slot tab, it'll be the location for that gear. And then you can open up any... Um, any set of gear so you can find a lot of upgrades on Mr. Robot. So you click on say the head slot, it'll show your the headpiece that you're wearing and say it's spot number five. It'll show you the gear above it and below it so you can kind of see, oh hey, here's how much of an upgrade it is with a score of, of how much of how many extra points you get for that. Um, and then all of that gear has location information on it. If there isn't location information, it's likely that it's a world drop, um, and we're still trying to find those. Um, we can't get that from the Blizzard API. Those are all done by hand. Wow. So it's easy when it's like Valor gear or Raid gear because it's all in the Dungeon Finder. The journals, they list everything, but the world drops, it's like, well, it's probably a world drop, but until I know for sure, I don't want to put that in. Sure, I don't blame you at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, remember that I was talking about how I, I told it not to take uh, Epic Gems into consideration. Can I set, like, pricing? Or does, does Asmus Robot take price? If I don't have a lot of gold to spend to upgrade my gear, does it kind of take that into consideration at all? Or is this so, just going to give me what to do? That's actually a really good question. Um, we've been talking with um, the guy from wowuction.com. Uh, that's W-O-W Uction, U-C-T-I-O-N. I can't spell without writing it down. Um, <laughs> anyway, he's got one of the nicest um, kind of gold auction house sites. And so he looks at averages for your server um, across all servers, Horde, Alliance. He looks at current, like today, and then he does trends like, oh, this is a deal, this isn't. So we've been talking with him about possible integrations. Uh, so that would be really cool if we can show, hey, here are the gems or the gear that we're suggesting. Here's the current price. Since we already know your character and your server, it would be really easy to grab the exact information from him and show the current pricing so that people know that. Yeah, because I think it'd be really cool to go in and see, like, you know, here here I am. Here's my character with his current stats. Here's your optimi- optimized stats. And by the way, to get there right now, you're going to spend, you know, 23,000 gold. Right. You're like, oh, yeah. well, I'm <laughs> exactly. going to go run a dungeon, you know? <laughs> yep. And if we integrate it with the best in bag feature, we'll know if you've got gems and stuff in your bags. Right. And maybe we could apply that and be like, okay, you know, like the red gem's going to cost you this much, but we see that you have two orange gems in your bag, so those are free, blah, blah, blah. Um, so some of that stuff would be pretty cool. You so need, you need to do the, the Walmart aspect and go, you saved 500 gold. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're talking with him about some of that stuff, and we hope to be able to get some of that later this year. That would come after the Best in Bag feature, but we want to get to that too because I know, at least right now, I'm, I look at this and I'm like, crap, I don't know how much these are. I know that they're expensive. And then the next day I look and I'm like, oh. They're really cheap. What happened? You're right. But I sometimes don't go to the auction house because I'm out questing around, right? So if I had it all on Ask Mr. Robot in one spot, that would be really cool. So what happens if I disagree like wholeheartedly with what Ask Mr. Robot has told me to go do with my character? Like what if I don't think I need the speed enhance on my boots? Well, first, you have to be careful because he might give your name to the evil robot. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, Overlord. <laughs> the Overlord's coming to get me. Yeah, he sometimes he gets a little emotional. So, <laughs> Mr. Robot is sensitive, isn't he? <laughs> sometimes, yes. Um, but yeah, if you 
either disagree whether you're like, look, I don't want the run speed and chan, or you're like, look, it's too expensive. Uh, what you should really do if you're not going to make the changes you suggest is go lock in the changes or, or the, the pieces you want. So you can go to your original gear tab, open up any of the, you know, like the gem slots or whatever, and you can lock in what you originally had. And so then he'll re-optimize around that. And so instead of just saying, oh, I'm not going to upgrade those gems and doing everything else he says, the best thing to do is to lock in what you're not going to change because he might change his other suggestions, like a reforge around or whatever, if you're not going to upgrade your hit gem and stuff like that. So definitely make use of the locking feature um, so that he can he can optimize around around your preferences. Okay, so that makes sense. So if I if I'm not going to upgrade again, we'll, we'll go with the speed the speed boost. If I go, you know what, I like my lava walkers that I have or whatever it is on there. I lock that in. So ask Mr. Robert goes, okay, fine. You want to keep that? Cool. I'll optimize the rest. We just won't take that that thing into consideration. So it may change the complete output so I can get hit captain. I can get the best by, you know, leaving that particular intent. That's very smart. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And if you, if you play around with it, you'll notice if you lock in, say a reforge, all of a sudden you're like, wait, did that gem over there that just changed? I think it did. <laughs> Cause he's, you know, he's always trying to be like, ah, all right, fine. You think you're smart. I'm going to be smarter. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Now when uh, blizzard buffs and nerfs players, is that, does that mess you guys up? Do you have to, does it mean like a sleepless night? <laughs> <laughs> yes, depending on what changes. So if it's just buffing an ability or something, it usually doesn't affect us. If it's everything about stats, so if they change a racial, like uh, the 1% expertise on humans, let's say they change that 2%, we have to go in and, and update all of our stuff. Um, if they change, uh, let's say they make AoE, every AoE spell in Warlock's better. Um, we just have to rerun all of the... Yeah, cause, like they would do this. There's going to be rumors We're like now. brightening up. Like, yes, I'm like, I like I, this idea. I, I like inside information and said, um, <laughs> please continue talking about warlocks in a favorable yes. light. Yes. Um, <laughs> so then we just have to rerun all of the stats on SimC. Uh, so that in that case, we would just change the stat weights, but we wouldn't have to change anything else. But the, since we came into the Warcraft game so late, you know, there's all these other tools like SimC and and. Even Elitist Jerks and their theory craft is so much older compared to us. We're only like a year and a half old. We knew all of these problems and we already knew how much things would change. So we built the code to be really smart. It's all kind of compartmentalized. So it's like, hey, here's the character stats. If something changes, edit that. Hey, here's the conversions, the rating conversions for mastery to whatever. That's in another spot. So we kind of isolated everything so that when one thing changes, you just have to change that stat and everything's really nice. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's basically, you know, like an organized file system instead of having everything on the floor, which is what I normally do. (laughs) (laughs) But it's organized chaos. It's okay. Right, right. It's like, I know it's on the pink pink piece of paper. I just find it. (laughs) So how do you guys handle the naysayers? Because there are, for whatever reason, there is a segment out there that goes, you know what? No. If you guys go use Asmus Robot, that's like cheating. That's not part of the game. How do you guys deal with that? So we actually get two types of naysayers. One is that it's cheating and that, you know, you're being lazy. And it's like, well, yeah, I'm lazy. I don't want to do math in my spare time. Are you kidding? <laughs> it's hard. I have a hard enough time in AOE when we're score- scoring the, the game. Right. Um, and on top of that, a lot of these people, you know, don't know because they haven't taken the time to figure it out that there's hundreds of millions of combinations of gems and enchants and reforges just for each class and spec. Now, you can do a little bit of smarts and say, okay, well, there's a lot of things that aren't, like, I'm not going to have a resto druid with agility. Okay, so you pull all those out, and then it comes down to about 500,000 combinations. 
well, I'm not going through all those combinations as a human. <laughs> Screw that. Um, and as you can see, you know, if you just play with Asmus Robot and you lock in a reforge, you're like, haha, I'm smart. I'm locking this in. You'll notice Asmus Robot changes three other things. Well, I wouldn't be able to go through all those other combinations and be like, okay, so I changed this one thing. Now let me reanalyze everything else. It's like uh, a computer can do that really, really well. So that's fine if they, you know, those people want to spend their time doing math. Some people like it. <laughs> I don't. I love Ask Mr. Robot, and he's never going to give you bad advice. Like, you know, it might be okay if you don't agree with the default stat way, it's fine, but it's never going to be like bad. You know, you're not going <laughs> to see your, your DPS go. Like, take a crash. It just, you know, maybe it's 0.25% lower. Okay, fine. Because you don't like the, you know, the stat weights or something for your particular gear set. And then the other set of naysayers that we get are people who think we're wrong. Um, Now, we see a lot of it since the expansion came out. Because, okay, sometimes, you know, we're wrong or there's a bug. uh, Or things like um, a lot of the monks... Monk stuff, I think Windwalkers in particular are getting updated with the next version of SimC, which SimC's told us. So, okay, well, once they update, we update. So things are always changing, right? Um, But I think a lot of people just don't understand what's going on. Um, You know, we often get questions like, okay, why are you putting in, you know, if um, agility is my best stat and there's a red socket, why are you putting an orange gem in there? And I'm like, and normally I think, oh, you're right, let me look, shoot, (laughs) is that a bug? And then I look and I do the math, right? Um, And a lot of times the hybrid gems can end up better now that secondary stats have twice the value. And so for Mr. Robot, it's all math. If you have a stat weight of four on your strength gem, and let's say haste is your next best stat, um, and that's 2.2, well, a hybrid gem's actually going to be better for you to match a red socket because that 2.2 isn't half the value of 4, if that makes sense. I just said how much we all hate math, and I start talking math. But <laughs> <laughs> that's because a lot of people look at it, and they do what I, you know, I see. I see red socket, orange gem, but the red stat is my best stat, WTF. It's like, well, no, hold on. Mr. Robot is a math expert. There is a very good reason, and he's right. <laughs> Unless you do the math and you think it's wrong. In that case, it could be a bug. Tell us. That's the disclaimer I have to give after an expansion. Now, I had noticed um, on your guys' website here recently, which, by the way, I love the, the update you guys did last year, the the whole look and feel. Love oh, cool. that. So that's uh, grats on that. But I was looking at, uh, at Asmus Robot today, and I noticed like right across the top, it's Asmus Robot talking to another tune. And I think it was about, was it about Mastery? Yes. What What's Wait. going on with that whole thing? It might be mastery. There's one, you mean like little chat bubbles? Yeah, the little chat yeah. bubbles. Yeah, so that would be mages. Um, well, not every spellcaster. Um, and so probably 10 times a day I answer the same question, which is, hey, Mr. Robot's recommending expertise for my mage. I think there's a bug. And mm. I'm like, oh, nope, nope. <laughs> expertise now adds to your spell hit cap. And so a lot of people are like, well, then why are you recommending an expertise reforge? Shouldn't everything be plus hit? Like, it doesn't matter, right? Well, the reason for that is a lot of times if you, well, if you have plus hit on your gear, you can't reforge into hit, right? That's one of their little rules mm-hmm. to right. make everybody's life complicated. <laughs> so instead, if you're not at the hit cap, we can reforge something else into expertise to get the casters to their hit caps. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. just another path to get to the hit cap. I get it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, here it is. I look at you guys, the little mage, like, expertise, I'm a mage. <laughs> yep. And, and the funniest part about that is we have our little chat bubble 
for you know everyone that's you know like not inflammatory it's just like you know hey just hug it out mr robot still likes you yeah he's like okay let's hug it out and we have a little pop-up when people first hit the site that's a link to like all of the information for everything that changed for 5.0.4 which was that patch and then i think we have a notification somewhere else and people still miss it i'm always watching forums and our twitter account and and even on our forums people you know will post on ours they post on mo champion they post all over the place and so i'm always like no no but you know expertise is good but it's starting to become enough common knowledge that usually somebody corrects them before I do, which is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's always good. <laughs> yep. So, in a nutshell, Ask Mr. Robot is a website you can go to. You load your character from the armory in there, so you give it your army information, your your uh, your tune name, and the, the server you play on. It loads your character, it grabs all the armor that that you, you know all the gear that your character currently has, and it recommends the best gear for your character, both best in class and then you can or best in slot. And then allows you to optimize that gear to get the most out of the available gear in the World of Warcraft, which, if you did on your own, would take you hours and hours and hours and hours. Instead, you go here and, like you said, 0.4 seconds, and you're done. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly right. You get your shopping list, and you go. So That's right. I, I know that there are raid leaders who love this because, I mean, they're just like, just go there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Get your stuff, or actually, I know the Rayleigh's have also gone there on my behalf. Thank you, Hoofit, and, and told me, "Why are you wearing this?" Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to. Have that, you know? so. Oh, I would get endless crap. We used to run um, our own raid team, but then once we started doing Ask Mister Robot, we didn't have the time, so we joined up with another group that understands we might not always be there because of patches. We might be working. So they're really, really good to us. Um, that's Violent Apathy on Emerald Dream. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. Um, Ryer and Brighter Side. Yeah, looking for the names. Yep. Well, yeah. So we used to, um, you know, we would run with them. You know, before we took our six month break, I would get home from work about ten minutes after the raid would start, and so I usually wouldn't be optimized. It's like, well, wait, wait, wait. You run, ask Mr. Robot, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not optimized. I'm like, don't tell anybody, please. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> yes, that's correct. <laughs> that, that you know that, that's so funny because like. People like I, I work in IT, and so people automatically think that the IT manager has the best computer. No, no, I get mine last. I'm worried about everybody else's stuff first. <laughs> so yep. I can totally get that is funny though. So. And the other nice thing too about it that we've heard from raid leaders is they can tell people to go to Ask Mr. Robot, and the people are like, oh, cool, they go here, you know, they optimize, they'll listen. But if you have a person telling you you're doing something wrong, you get defensive. Oh, it's so but if annoying. a robot yeah. tells you, it's fine, right? <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. I do not like being someone telling me about my gear. I'm like, it is my character. You don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Right. If Especially I want to wear my rainbow jacket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, you don't, you don't know. Be quiet. Yep. Yep. Well, and now read leaders, too, also don't have to be experts in every class. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're going to give advice, you're like, well, now I have to read up on that. Oh, God, there's way too many classes and specs. Whereas now you're like, look, somebody did the research for me. Just go to Ask Mr. Robot. Cool. Everyone's yeah. happy. So I think what Freckleface is asking for is a, but it's pretty button for Ask Mr. Robot. <laughs> oh, oh, no. We, we've contemplated whether it's April Fool's jokes or real things because oh, one of the wow. guys who does all of our raid stuff, like, will always choose gear if it's a tie based on how it looks. Um, so we've been toying with ideas on how is it possible to do this. And then of course, transmog came along, so it doesn't really matter anymore. But, um, we did kind of want like a April fool's, give me the prettiest set of gear. Right. <laughs> Optimization. Nice. Yeah. I need something where I just got this really cool top, 
What's yep. going to match it? Exactly. <laughs> now, where can I get it? And I haven't spent, because I think Transmog came out like right around when we were taking our break, so I haven't spent much time with it, but um, it seems like that kind of kills the need for picking matching gear because you can right. just transmog exactly. any, pretty much yeah. anything, right? Is that right? I still yeah, I don't think of transmog. It has to be something thing. that you can wear. Like It has to be the same armor type of what you're going to wear anyways, pretty much. I see. Yeah. I see. So how can people find out more about Ask Mr. Robot? Um, well, you can go to AskMrRobot.com to start your optimizations. And if you follow us on Twitter and Facebook, um, we respond to, believe it or not, every person who tweets us. Um, you know, we have 8 million users on the website, but like 5,000 follow me on Twitter, which is probably good for now because I can respond to everybody. Um, and then also blog.askmrrobot.com. Um, we put up a lot of information, a lot of technical information about stuff or or things we find. Um, for example, with the expansion, it was my job to research all of um, the gear to figure out, you know, what kind of gear lists we need and, and all that stuff. And of in the course, I, have, I had to read up on every faction because you can gear from factions and professions and everything like that. So we put out a top 10 list of things you probably didn't know about Mists of Pandaria, but should. Like the fancy little mining pick you can loot off the ground for Lost and Found that gives you gems out of mines now. Who knew? And nowhere in game are they introducing it to you. And I've picked up some random loot that like is gray quality but sells for 100 gold. And I'm oh, thinking yeah. that's part of Lost and Found. Yeah, me too. But- that just happened to me last night. Yeah. Yeah, but I've never seen like a lost and found notice. Like no. nothing in the game's yeah. really like like instructing you on what this is. <laughs> I like right. it because that's something that's, I used to play EverQuest. You could do that in EverQuest, and it's always bothered me in WoW that if I see something I can't pick it up, that bothers me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so so I, yeah, I like so. that. That's cool. And then we also did um, a gem analysis because you know I was I'm a jewel craft. And so I'm trying to prospect all these, this ore to get all these gems. And I'm like, wait, which ones should I be learning? Like, which colors do I need to learn? So I went to Ask Mr. Robot and looked up the gem list for every class for, you know, best in slot. Of course, everyone's not going to have the best in slot, but I just had to base it on something. And then tallied up all of the gems and posted that on our blog, too. So I found out that yellow gems are the new king. Red is no longer the most sought after uh-huh. stat. So that was a big surprise. So yeah, so we put up a lot of fun stuff on blog to askmrrobot.com as well if you check that out. Man, I didn't know that existed, so I'm going to be heading over there pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. And it's not, it's not updated as often as like, you know, real bloggers. I am not a real blogger. People who do real blogs update it all the time with awesome stuff. I update it whenever I find stuff or have to do research for Ask Mr. Robot. <laughs> Well, we want to thank you so much for the time you spent with us tonight and shedding some light about Ask Mr. Robot. Um, definitely one of the places I hit. Uh, as soon as I get close to my end game, you know, I start to raid. I'm always on that site all the time. So I'm so thankful that you guys are doing the awesome job that you do. In just the three of you, it's just, it's just mind-blowing that you That's get all nice. that done. There's actually one last PSA, public service announcement here, is um, right now Ask Mr. Robot. Well, I mean, it will be. It's not going to change. Um, Ask Mr. Robot is meant for level 90 characters. You can go in um, as an underlevel character and look at his suggestions, but he's still going to be suggesting, like, he doesn't follow rules that the blue gems can't go in too low uh. of gear and things like that because we have to do special cases for every level, and nobody's really that level that long. So it's all level 90. So just keep that in mind um, when you're using it, that if something seems off, it's level 90. 
It's, it's June to Very good point. That's Very why. good point there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would be amiss if I did not pass along uh, Hoofit's salutations to you. He's he was invited, couldn't make it tonight, but but he wanted us to make sure we told you hello on his behalf. Cool. So yeah, he hello. he wrote that really nice guide. It was fantastic. Yeah, he did a real good job on that. Yeah. And he appreciates the hoodie you guys sent him. Yeah, I I had to like. Hoof, it's been such a good sport. I mailed it to him under the, you know, I said, oh, pick out anything you want, you know, T-shirt or whatever from our store. And so he got, he's like, can I have a hoodie? I'm like, yeah, under one condition, if you tell me how good it is, because I've never ordered one. (laughs) And the other products I've gotten from there, like I ordered, like, you know, because I hate getting crappy gaming T-shirts that like, they just, they're crappy. Sure. And so I ordered from like four different vendors, four different kinds of t-shirts, like one of each to see how they turned out. And so the ones that we picked are really nice quality, super soft cotton, awesome printing, but I never did the hoodie. And so he's told me that it's wearing pretty well. It's washing pretty well. He's like, okay, well, here's how it fits. I'm like, thank you. Like I sent him like a huge survey <laughs> you know, and, and I'm a girl, so I'm into fashion. So I'm like, I'm sorry, but here. And I think, is he married or has a girlfriend? One of the two. He mentioned he's something. Married. He's yeah. married. And I'm like, yes. if, if you have to ask her, send the survey off to her too. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So he's been a fantastic sport um, and got a hoodie out of it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for coming on our show and sharing Ask Mr. Robot with everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks a lot. And and when we come out with this best-in-bag optimization and in-game mod, we'll have to stop on again. Absolutely. We are looking forward to it. Buy, sell, craft, and loot. Haven't done an AH tip in a while, so I thought we'd bring one up since it is the beginning of an expansion. And this kind of tip happens pretty much at the beginning of every expansion. Kind of going into it, people kind of prospect, you know. I did a lot of stuff with pets. You sold a lot of pets on your first day. Yeah. You know, that was that whole thing. And, and now you look at the markets, and it's really cool thing, and it always happens. It's basic stuff here, folks. It's, it's supply and demand. So when these new stuff, the, the new nodes, the new herbs, the new everything that starts dropping, since it's so new and the supply isn't there, then demand is high for it because people want to do stuff with all this kind of stuff so they can level their alternate, you know, their other professions. And so the price is through the roof for about four or five days. And then the price plummets. And that's where we're at right now. The price, they they skyrocketed. People are like, I can't believe I'm getting 600 gold for a stack of this crap, you know? And that price went from 600 gold to 100 gold. And now it's going to drop even further. And it's going to go down to like 40 gold, 30 gold, 20 gold. Here's the thing. You need to watch those dropping prices. And I talked last week about uh, the, the, the plugins for Auctionator. And it tells you when these prices are dropping. You see the color coded. Hey, this price is lower than it was last time you looked. Oh, cool. I like that. When that price drops and drops and drops and drops and drops and hits that low part, what happens there is everybody's flooding the market because everyone's like, hey, I want in on some of the 600 gold action. But most people just either take the default undercut. They don't really play the market. They just get in and they just post. And if they just default undercutting everybody, that's just going to drive the price down and down and down and down and down and down, which is fine. Because what I like to do is when the price hits bottom, which right now it's starting to do, I go to the auction house and I start buying it up. And I sit on it. This is that long-term investment. Because what happens is it peaks when it first comes out, it drops and plummets all the way down, and then it comes back up and it normalizes. 
And it's going to normalize probably between 60 and 100 gold a stack for the stuff I deal with, skins and, uh, and mining nodes and everything else. Or, I guess is the word I'm looking for, or bars if I decide to smelt them. Once that price normalizes, that means all the stuff that I paid as low as possible for, I now flip. Now, here's the thing. This is, like I said, it's a long-term investment. This is like a month-long thing, maybe more. But the beauty of it is, is that I win. It's a win-win situation because if the price never does fully come back to a part where I'm going to double my money or triple my money on it, then I've got something that I bought at a very good price that I can use for, you know, maybe somebody else needs something with those materials that I bought. Could be somebody else in the guild. Could be like me, like I said before. My other characters don't really have professions. Maybe I want to level one of their professions now. Look, I have really cheap, high-end mats. Wonderful. So where we're at right now is the perfect time to stockpile mats. Because they're going to be low, and they're going to come back up. They're going to rebound. They're going to normalize. So now's the time to do that. I know some people took my advice on stocking up on pets and made a killing for pet battles. Yay, pet battles. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> I'm waiting until I'm 90, and then maybe sometime in there. But no, you know, we, there were things I talked about doing, you know, the low-level match for the low-level characters and all that kind of stuff. And, I, and I've gotten some feedback from people that said, hey, it worked. Of course it worked. You know, it's not my first time around blocking this thing. Um, I laughed very hard. Two weeks ago, I went out and, you know, at first I was like trying to gear up fruit. And I did that by sending him a ton of cash and buying a ton of overpriced stuff off the auction house to gear him up. Because I was pretty much, I wanted it, I, you know, instant gratification. Then I decided I needed to buy the uh, the Tundra mount, the Mammoth, you know, with the repair guy on it. So now I'm broke. I was like, well, so what? You know, I'll, I'll be okay. I'll, you know, I can send myself some money from somebody else, one of my other characters for a while. Didn't need to. Didn't need to. And one day, I recouped the amount of money I spent on the Tundra and almost have twice that already in a couple days. Doing nothing but throwing low-level mats up on there and buying and relisting mats for the, you know, trying to keep the, jack the prices back up. 30K in a couple days. Money in, in right now is easy to do. Yep. So there you go. That's your auction house tip. Haven't done one of those in a while. Felt good. Felt good. <laughs> oh, hey, Freck. Hey. You're in the hot seat. We actually have hot seat questions for you this week. Ooh. So my buddy Darkflip had a conversation with him today, and he's been rather busy with a new job. Oh, good so, for him. Yeah, it's a very good job. It's right up his alley. So. Congratulations. Yep. And, um,. So I got some, basically some questions for him because I was like talking to him. He's like, I was like, hey, missed you. Haven't been able to get, you know, some hot seat questions from me. So he's like, oh, I'll take care of that right away. Because he's, well, I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> he's British, but I did a horrible British accent. <laughs> Not as t- bad as me, so <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, Dark Flib writes in and Dark Flib says, would you use WoW as a babysitting tool and let the child level up your professions? Absolutely. You would? Yeah. You would put your little niece and be like, just click here. Yeah, why not? <laughs> That's <Step> fun. <laughs> I make sure to turn off all chat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Be like, just but click this, click this. what if she sold some of my stuff, though? Hmm, I don't know. Well, if chat's off, she can't do that, but she'd have to go to a vendor. 
That's true. But she'd have to. Vendor auction house if she's leveling up my professions. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I can see her. And Faith, I sold all the purple stuff. I didn't like purple. And Faith. <laughs> you know, that's a good idea. I could work that because I could totally get like free dinner or something for babysitting her on top of getting her profession stuff. Oh, you, you, you'd go there. I, I don't put that past you. You would go there. I, I can see this happening. Oh, man. Uh, Darkfield Boss says, if you could go back and change something about your tune, what would it be? Oh, my hunter? I'm still... I don't know. I made her, like, cami freckle. Yeah. But now, I think nobody gets it. It's supposed to be, like, camouflage. Well, I got that. Maybe I should change it to freckleflage. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she needs a different name. I was going to say freckle tard, but that doesn't really work. <laughs> no, that doesn't. It's awful. Why'd you say that? <laughs> Are you thinking like a like a unitard? No, I was thinking like huntard. Oh, freckletard. That's mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's very mean. I already have to put up a snide comments in groups. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> man, because I went into one and you know someone's like, "Hey, if you turn your growl off, your pet wouldn't keep dying." I was like, "Oh, okay, sorry." And then someone else butted in. It's like, hey, stop saying that. Hunters don't like it when you say things that make sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> that that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. Oh man, uh, uh, do you let your tune? Oh, I'm sorry. Would you let your tune get married in WoW? No. No? Freckle cannot be tied down. Oh. Not me. You never know what's going to be in the next expansion. I'm thinking we're going to the moons. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What is one thing that disgusts you in WoW? Well, let's see. Uh, the the undead kind of grossed me out with their, their bones the bones showing. all sticking out. Bone over here, bone over there. Yeah, um, I could see, see that. I don't know if this qualifies as disgusting, but have you done the undead area in, um, what's that forest near Undercity? Silver Pine Forest? Yeah, Silver Pine Forest. And Sylvanas comes up with a new way to create undead. Yeah. And Garrosh. That's when he yells at her. He yells at her. And he calls her yeah. the B word. Yeah. And I know people throw that around... Usually it's kind of more lighthearted, but it was for, stabbing. For, that moment was stabbing. It was for a man to say that in a, to a woman with that tone of voice is just very like. Oh, I think my heart dropped in my stomach. Uh, you should go continue to read um, uh, Tides of War. Okay. Because yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that maybe kind not, of There's not a lot of love lost between those two. I'm sure, but there's not that much profanity in the game in the first place. And usually it's in text and this was like voice yeah. and it was just like it was a little much and I just kinda of stopped and went Really? I, I had the exactly that? the same reaction. Yeah. But you know what? What? My first reaction my gut reaction on that was why did Blizzard do that? Right. And then my second immediate like like point five millisecond after that was that dude is 
mean. I don't like him. Right. That's true. And that means they won. That means that Blizzard drove that point home. I mean, turn around, look at the box, look at our cube. We got our, our magic cube. Yeah. What's it say in the lower left hand corner of that cube? Teen. There you go. Yeah, I know. And it's pretty mild for something that's teen rated. Yeah. But the tone, I, it wasn't just the word, it was the tone. It was the tone, because people use that a lot to be like, what's up, B? Or like, they talk about someone in like third person, or I don't know, just like kind of addressing someone like that. Just, yeah, it was very ooh. demeaning. Very, very demeaning, yeah, yeah. It really was. Just, oh, it was awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, just, it, I sounded chauvinistic when I said, I don't mean that that way. I mean. It was disturbing, and it was it supposed was, to be. Yes, thank you. So, all right, that's good. So yeah. that's more disturbing than disgusting, but I get it. That's worth. A Jackson actually has a hot seat question for you, Frank. Okay. Have you ever had a crush on another WoW player? Not a tune, but the player. Player. Well, <laughs> that's not a fair question. My husband's the one that got me in a WoW. So if you count him, yes. Oh, okay, that's true. Or if you want to count tunes, can we count Arthas? You had a crush on Arthas? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Before or after? When he's running around calling of Strat home. Oh, so Prince. And he's all like, So yes. right before the, the, the whole, the whole yes. evil. Yes, when he's all like, stop and catch your breath. <laughs> okay, that's enough breath. Now we must move on. <laughs> now stop a breathing. Move. No, but he, like, he's so tall and broad-shouldered and the blonde hair. It's like, ah. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's so. cool. No, 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 no. That's... <laughs> that, is not his, that is not his question, but there you go. I gave you that anyway. You did. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's very, very fine. That's cool. No problem. Hashtag Ego Networks. Well, Freck, that about does it for episode 140 of HearthCast for uh, patch 5.0.5. What are we doing? What's coming up? I know we have an additional WoW meetup that we're yes, doing. Yes, we are doing another meetup at Firkin and Kegler's. It's going to be on a Friday. We had such a fun time there. We did. A fun time. Um, we're trying something new, doing a different day. I already heard back at least from one person that said they've never been able to make it to meet it before because it's on Saturday and they work, but they're coming to this one. Yeah. So it's really cool. Um, that's going to be um, on the 12th, Friday night. We're going to get there the about, you know, whenever you get off work. And then we're going to try to get a table at seven, so it's kind of a more flexible start time, and just whenever people show up, you know, we'll be we'll be around. Um, and then after that, we're going to be at Mellow Mushroom as normal on the last Saturday of the month, which 27th, is the twenty seventh right? at four o'clock. Um, yeah, what else is going? On? You keep on teasing me about <laughs> this Harthy, and it you, is time. you've been forgetting to tell me up, no, offline. <laughs> that's, it is it is true. We're like, I need to tell you, gotta tell you. And then we close down, and I'm like, gotta there go, go. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go and play. See you later, Frank. So <laughs> this is a real even to me. Yeah, yeah, this is the reveal, the big reveal. This is you know, uh, we 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 sent the Harthy to to Jackson, right. We have a hearthy for um, uh, Jen from the WoW Meetup here in Orlando. That she started that. We haven't seen her since. Uh, I hope she's still playing. <laughs> um, but now we have another hearthy to give out, and I feel extremely compelled to do this uh, for this person. They have done so much for the WoW podcasting community that um, this token. Yeah, they're nice, but. It doesn't measure up. It can't measure up to the work uh, this this guy's done. So without further ado, the Hearthy for October 2012 from Hearthcast goes to... Sonic! 
Sayomara from the Grand Old Podcast. He can't roll his R's. <laughs> That's awesome. He does deserve. He does a lot of work. He does. Yeah. He does so much work. And uh, I mean the the what am I? The Wow subreddit has been fantastic. Um, the the Twitter list that he does. Uh, he keeps everybody. If you have a podcast, he had and he's got your Twitter account, and he publishes that. And I try to keep up with it by making a Twitter group list. I couldn't keep up with it. He just does so much. He's so giving. So the least I feel that we can do is present him with the uh, third, I guess, second installment of <laughs> of, of Hearthies from Hearthcast. So congratulations, Sayramara, and um, I will hit you up and get your uh, your mailing information, and we'll get this thing in the mail to you. Be part of next week's show by emailing us at contribute at hearthcast.com. You can also hit us up on our website just like Chester from Orlando did this week. You can also call the Hearthcast hotline at 407-520-5342. You can check out our Facebook page or our Twitter's accounts. And uh, just... You know, if you do tweet us, use the hashtag HearthCast, and uh, we'll know what's going on. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, ReduceTheLag.com and RareSpawn Studios. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or you can drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. So, like I said at the top of the show, um, we did receive an email that just, it moved me, and, you know, I didn't want to go from talking about this to talking about, you know, all of the fun game stuff. Um, so, let me just go ahead and read it. It says, Freckle Face and Root, I need to thank you for what you have done for me. You don't even know the impact you've had on my life and those that I love. A year ago, I came to terms with who I was as a person in my life. I'm not straight, nor gay, nor bi. I am, for the lack of better terms, asexual. Initially, my family rejected the notion, and my mother wanted me to seek counseling. My father refused to acknowledge my existence. My brother just thought I was going through a phase. My friends turned their backs on me. I was left alone. I fell into a very deep depression. I couldn't hold down a job for more than about a month at a time. I ended up moving back in with my parents on the condition that I would attend counseling sessions. One night, while browsing online, I clicked on a banner advertisement for World of Warcraft. It was free to play, so I decided to give it a try. Sadly, I didn't have any guidance on what to do, and my first night in the game was horrible. The amount of hatred being spewed in chat was simply overwhelming. I logged off and had an extremely dreadful night, probably the lowest of lows I had ever experienced. The following day, I attempted to end my life by overdosing on some of my mother's medication. I ended up being hospitalized for three weeks and undergoing some pretty massive massive psychoanalysis. I left the hospital and again went to my parents' home. I am a member on an AS forum and was chatting with someone there when they brought up WoW. I shared my horrible experience with them, but they urged me to try again. This time, they gave me server information and suggested a race, class, and faction. They even met me in-game and invited me into their guild. A guild full of people just like me. I didn't need to explain myself, hide anything, or pretend to understand how other people felt. It was wonderful. I decided that I needed to learn more about WoW, which led me to your podcast. Here's where Hearthcast has taught me. 
people are exactly how they're supposed to be, and in the end, we all just want to be treated with respect and love. Demonic Rick, a visually impaired player and a member of your show. The no-kill achievement player who sounded like talking to people is completely out of a social norm. A breast cancer survivor from another country. An entire show dedicated to tribute quests in the game. Your show inspired me to finally sit down with my family and talk with them about who I am as a person. I'm not broken. I'm not an alien. I'm not contagious. I am me. I am a person. We yelled. We got angry. We cried. But we got it out. Out in the open where it needed to be. The 500-pound elephant. There it is. Let's talk about it. And we did. I'm still attending counseling sessions, but those are more for me to understand who I am. It's not about fixing anything. I'm working part-time now at a club, and that seems to be working out pretty well for me. As part of my counseling, I was asked to think about people in my life who have made a significant impact and let them know. You two have done just that, and I thank you. Please share this on your show so that anyone else who was where I was might find the courage to come to terms with themselves and just talk to their family. Very respectfully, JP. Well, first of all, I'd just say we're just so humbled at your letter, JP. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what there is to say. I mean, that's, you know, and thank you so much for, for opening up and sharing that with us. I mean, there's, you know, that, that's got to be hard. It's a very bold step. Yeah. Like you said, down, you know, the bottom line is we're people. And we all pretty much want the same thing. Yeah. You know, that, that, that love and acceptance. Mm-hmm. So, JP, I, I am, I'm, in, I'm encouraged by your, your email. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thank you for sharing. And, uh, man, I'm really glad things are, are working out for you, buddy. And I wish nothing but the best in the future. So, thanks for emailing in. And let us know what's going on. Keep in touch.